All right, welcome to A Pinch of Basil. That's right, it's The Pinch of Basil Show. It's Wednesday, December 1st. Can you believe it's December 1st already? It's crazy. No, you know, we just It okay. was just Halloween last right. week. And, and right. uh, it does then, seem like it. Yeah, because I still it's got crazy. candy. And I had a bunch of people during things because, you know, whatever candy was left over is still by the front door. So people are coming yeah. in. I'm screaming at my wife, honey, come on over here. Look at this. It's, <laughs> it, they're dressed as guests coming over to our house for Thanksgiving. That's so adorable. You know, that's okay. I want to bring they're dressed you. As family. <laughs> yeah. they're dressed, they're dressed they're family. up as our family. How did you get that costume? It was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to bring you all fantastic guests from all over the world. The movers and the shakers in the news, in the entertainment world, politics, sports, and like I said, from all over the world. I am Basil, your Christmas baked good of love, along with my Ooh. other Christmas cookie Ooh. of love. That's right, my engineer, my co-host, J.R. Quitman. What up, my brother? What's up, what's up, what's up? How's oh, it going? Man. Good, brother. Yeah, and it's... And our ever so lovely goddess will be with us tomorrow next week. Uh, she'll be back. Uh, we, we, we she doesn't have, yeah she needs some time off. Can can we right, blame her? Right. She needs time off for God's sake. Need to get away from my crazy asses for a yeah, little while. Yeah, well, my, both of us, you know, two two. Uh, let me tell you, she can beat the hell out of both of us if she wants. <laughs> We're indeed broadcasting our show, streaming live on everything from Twitch at a pinch of basil on Facebook. If you're watching right now. That's right, Facebook. Go to Basil Fans. Follow me, B A S I L E F A N S, where you're watching the show right now. And also, let me see what we got. We have uh, Twitter.com. That's right, Twitter.com at Basil Fans. So, you know, hey, listen, you got to do it. And then, really, the big one we really want you to go to, we want you to go to YouTube at Basil the Comedian. You'll see the icon where it says a pinch of basil. Hey, you know what? Why don't you just join us? You know, click. Uh, what is that? That little nut thing you got to click. Little subscribe thing. Subscribe there you thing. Little subscribe thing. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and do Why that. Not? Yeah. Why and not? then you can catch us on Anchor. That's right. We are, of course, through Anchor. We're on eight different outlets, including uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. And let's not forget Greek Beat Radio all around the world. They take our signal all the way to Australia, all throughout Europe, South Africa, and here, of course, in North America including Canada and the U.S., and even down South and Central America. They do a wonderful job. Thank you, Greek Beat Radio. And for those who are listening on live FM radio around the world as well, hey, you are listening to Pinch of Basil Radio Show with me, your wonderful love, your baklava of love, Basil. Um, listen, let's as I always do. I love to hear from my listeners. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up and go with it, okay? I love to listen to our listeners around the world, you can comment on whatever we're talking about and we'll even answer. So we already got people on here. We got, let me see, we got Anna Galan is with us tonight and we got, who else we got with us, man? Let's see, we got Ana Galan. That's in uh, Ana Hernandez Galan. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah, same that's person. The same person. Come on, man. It's just no, different no. names on two just different Just different platforms. names. That's what's going on. Yeah. All right. So make sure you, you know, listen, Ana, we love you, baby. And, uh, God, hey, I need some more cigars for God's sakes. You know, I really do. That's all I'm going to say. You know, she's promised me that she's going to take me to a great place for Cuban food and cigars afterwards when I hit Miami. So I'm going to definitely be there. Like I said, we really want to hear from you, my special listeners. And you can even email us at info at a pinch of 
Basil. That's right. Follow me. Join me Easy on enough. Twitter. Like, absolutely. Concert date's coming up. Hey, this uh, Friday night, I'm going to be in Edison, New Jersey um, at the Ahepa Comedy Night. They're doing this huge event. Um, it's almost sold out. That's what I heard. So make sure you go to my website at basillive.com. December 10th, I'll be in Arlington, Massachusetts at St. Barbara's Greek Orthodox Church. New Year's Eve in Novi, Michigan at Big Tommy's on December 31st. New Year's Eve. So make sure you go and get that. It's going to be my last date that I'll be doing. So you can always find all of our dates that we have all over the place. And then we got European dates coming up. And we also got Australian dates. So we just finally negotiated a deal in Australia. So we're very, very excited for all of you out there uh, who keep telling me, so when are you coming back to Oz? Well, we're going to have some of that information coming to you. <laughs> and in a few minutes, our guests. And I'm really excited about this. I know you are too, JR. Uh, George Panthus will be with us. He is the big time promoter, um, extraordinaire, just an, an unbelievable man. Uh, who uh, <clears throat> I didn't know he was a big fan of mine. I had no clue. No clue. Yeah, huge fan, huge fan. And he's a big time wrestling, pro wrestling promoter. And this is right, this is right down my alley, everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, I met. Yeah, I met. I met George um, on my wrestling podcast. I. Uh, I mean, I've never seen a person. I've never seen a person who gets his nipples hard like you do when you mention wrestling. Hey man, I I, I just never seen that. I just, I just pro wrestling for me. It just keeps me young. It takes me back to my childhood memories. You know what I mean? And and honestly, just the storytelling about it, and just seeing seeing people do stuff that I never could do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a double souffle, like a double suplex. Suplex. Yeah, whatever. Souffle, suplex, whatever yeah, the heck. Yeah, yeah. Suplex. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, hey, I tell you what. Hey, I tell you what. How about this? Next time, next time I see you, I suplex you. You tell me if it hurts or not. <laughs> if you suplex <laughs> how about me, that? I would give a lot of money <laughs> for you to jump <laughs> off to climb the ropes on the top rung, fly halfway across the ring. I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead and do souffle me, suplex me, whatever you want to do, and and I'm sure the prisoners. It. I'm sure the prisoners in cell block C would love to see you just fly. Mm, I wish I had me some of that. All that yeah. big, all that big man flying around in the air. You know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, sure. Why, why not? not? Indeed, indeed. Why not? For God's sakes! I mean, you got, you got. Oh, let's let me see who else. Let me see Yasu Basil. Great show tonight, guys. Enjoying the nice program. Thanks, you, Alicia, Anna Galan, Steve you, Tama, Steve. What's going on, brother? Good to see that you're up, watching Steve? the show as well. Yeah, man, that's good. You know what today is? I don't know if you knew what down today under. Is. Hey, he might be going to your show down no, under. I'm, I'm sure they will. I, you know, I love when I uh, my Australian fans are fantastic, you know, and we'll sell out. Uh, we're going to do, I think, Her Majesty's Theater in Melbourne and in okay. Sydney, and I think we're going to also do Her Majesty's Theater in Adelaide. So we're very, very excited about doing these shows. Um, hey, That's a cool, couple man. things. It's actually National Peppermint Bark Day. I don't know if you knew that today. I'm National, sorry, it's what? It's National what? Peppermint Bark Day. What? What is that? It's, what is that? It's a, you never heard of peppermint bark? Not peppermint bark. I've heard of peppermint, but not peppermint bark. Well, where do you think that it comes from? Peppermint comes from the bark of a certain came from tree. Like peppermint patty, like you know what I mean, from like Charlie Brown, and you know, you sometimes you disappoint me from so a candy much. cane somewhere, and you just peeled it off. I mean, you know, I it's know. National <laughs> Package Protection Day. 
And when I got a package, I got to protect it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think we all like, hey, hey, baby, you know what's what I'm up? I'm holding you my gotta, package. You know package. Hey, it's you got to hold on to that package. <laughs> it's National Christmas Light Day. Who knew? National <laughs> hey. Christmas Light Day. Look at that. Man, you got hey. decorations and everything. Hey, baby. Look salute to my wife. Salute to my wife and my daughter. Hey, they said, you know, they said, Dad, we're gonna you got your show. We're gonna hook up your backdrop for you. Give yeah. you a little bit of Christmas feng shui. Uh-huh. I you love it. And, and if you can tell, so so these are or nutcrackers, right? <clears throat> Nut <Yeah. laughs> so nutcrackers. Uh-huh. So my wife, when my kids were born, started the tradition. We buy my we get Santa Claus, or we'll get my son nutcrackers for Christmas. And my daughter will get her like a little a tree. Christmas tree. I love that. Hey, that you tree, start yeah. a tradition yeah. with them like that. We do yeah, it so every year. They get a different one. I got a, a friend of mine, uh, Manny Miliotis, and we did a thing one time. We were drunk off our asses. It was a Christmas party, and we were actually doing two Greek nutcrackers talking to each <laughs> other. <laughs> the stupidest thing, but. People were laughing their asses off with it, you know, and I can't find the damn thing to put it on. But I got, look what I got, the naughty elf hey, on the shelf. Oh, he's going to, yeah, it starts tomorrow. All the crazy, yep. you got to see, he was, he had the Barbies actually dancing for him naked and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> making it rain. Oh, on hell yeah, bit. making it rain big time, baby. <laughs> he was out there doing that, so I was. I, I, I'm bringing up the naughty elf on the shelf. We'll be back. Nice. And then nice. it's also, it's actually apple day for some eat a red mm. apple. I don't know. On a serious mm. note, man, I can eat apples like all day. I like apples. I went, I, like um, apples. I went apple picking. I'm listen. I'm not one of those guys who likes to go apple picking, but I went to, to your neck of the woods uh, near Asheville mm. and stuff like that. Okay. And I yeah. went to, um, to a farm and actually, and picked these apples, but I think I ate more apples than I actually put in the bags because I was just like cleaning them and killing them. them. Oh my God. And those pink crisps, I don't know who mm. came up with pink crisps, but they are delicious. Mm. I love pink crisps. You know, What's your favorite like, apple dish as far as like apple oh, pie, apple man. crumble, apple sauce, apple, I don't know. I can't you know, really. Apple, that's apple, the only thing. That's the only. Apple. Yeah, the only thing was apples. Uh, my mom, you know, what my mom used to do. God apple bless her. My mom would that. Oh, apple turnovers are always great. Mm, my mom used mm. to slice apples and put it on the burner at our house of our of our stove, and it was absolutely delicious. Or you could smell. You could just smell, and the smell, just the aroma of a burning apple. Just around yeah. the house. It's just yeah. delicious. But I, I would wow. probably have to say app, hot apple pie and hot blueberry pie with a huge scoop of vanilla ice cream. Mm. That'll do it. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of apple pie. I don't know if I like apple pie better or peach cobbler better. I don't. Peach cobbler's okay, Ooh. but after a while, I'm it gets huge like. Peach okay. cobbler fan. Are you really? Mm. Love me some good peach cobbler. You know, and, and to, to me, peach cobbler is great. And for all the people that are wa- listening right now and watching, hey, let yeah. us know what you think is chat. your favorite. Yeah, that's right. Chat. On the chat, let, bring it up. Let me see what you guys like. If you guys like something with apple, me, I, I love apples. I do, man. Like Ooh. I said, I could eat four or five apples a day. Not a problem. So is that your favorite fruit? That's apple. Your yeah. Favorite fruit? Yeah. Really? Uh, right. And right behind it would have to be the grapes. I love grapes. Mm. But if they're I think sweet, I'm a banana. Bananas and peach. 
then apples, then grapes, then strawberries, probably somewhere in that, something like that. Yeah. See, bananas, I think banana is my favorite fruit. Yeah, you know, and but the potassium aspect alone is is good for you, you know, for 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 any type of apple like that. But I'll tell you what, man, just Mm -hmm. unbelievable. But um, for all of you out there who are watching and listening, hey, if you like an apple dish, you got an apple dish you want to share with us, and don't forget, we're also bringing the boys back. Uh, It's going to be. the basil fun hour we're going to do that coming up shortly in about uh, three weeks you know what you should yeah i think as soon as they see you walking there goes the neighborhood (laughs) 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 i don't know man i don't i I have i I don't know (laughs) i'm gonna do my best i'll give you like a pass i'll see what i can do you know Hey, I know a guy. I know a guy. I know, on, I know a guy. Yeah, who is what, what's his last name? Uh, okay. it's Basil. Damn it, it's Basil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So oh my yeah, man. to me, it's it's going to be it's, it's going to definitely be a fun time. It really is uh, yeah. to have you on there. I think you'd be great. And of course, my boys, Emil Boudry, White Boy Slim Lee King. We'll be there. My brother-in-law, JJ uh, Poulos, will be there. And, of course, we're going to have uh, Bill Boyadzi. And it's the same old boys. And now introducing you in the mix. Woo! It's going to be fun. That'd be cool. That'd be a lot Absolutely. of fun, for sure. A lot of fun. Well, listen, coming up shortly, mm-hmm. probably in about just a couple of minutes. Yeah, it won't be uh, long. George Pantis is going to be with us. And, um, for uh, by the way, and I want to ask, um, everything is cool with your mama, and I appreciate that, yep. that, that I got the good news about that, and I and I love that. Uh, the other thing is too, man. Um, Thanksgiving, how was it for you? Thanksgiving was beautiful. I haven't been home. I hadn't been home to Asheville and thanks for Thanksgiving in a long time. It's, right. it's been a minute. Um, <clears throat> just because my work schedule and everything, I just never really could take off for Thanksgiving. I was yeah, dig it. I always understand. working for sports and everything. But uh, sure. Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday. It's probably my favorite holiday. Yeah, um, bringing like, family like, all together, family together, and and food, of course. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now, it was let great. me ask you a question: Is it because you had like I honestly I only had one big plate of food? You know, okay. and I did go back for, you know, later on, I had some whatever leftovers were there and stuff like that, which were delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. love those Hawaiian, those Hawaiian oh, buns. Sweet rolls. Oh, yeah. Sweet yeah, ones. Yeah. You take me some ham and then I put a little mayonnaise on that and eat that. Mm. It's over. It's oh, over. You know, it's over. you know, it's that over. was good. But, mm-hmm. you know, did you get really, really tired after you had that meal? So I um so I ate two different places. So I ate at my mom, my wife. You are a pig. You are definitely a pig. I dabbled. I dabbled that first dabbled place. My you know ass I mean? I just, dabbled. A little, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get myself too full. Yeah. I knew I was gonna go eat at my brother's house. For, you know what I mean? Bam. Also. Is Bam joining us tonight? What's up with that? I don't that? know. He might not. He might be. He might be. I'm, I, I hope Bam I comes. And Nick, and what about Tsingelis, man? You know, Nicky Tsingelis, he's a big wrestling Nicky. freak. Yeah, oh, I yeah. hope he comes on with us and stuff like that. So, um, right. so tell me, so you had you dabbled in one meal, and yeah. what they specialize in? Oh, so over there, so that was my 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 uh, my in laws' house, my wife's house, and you know her mom. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, such a good cook with some people. You know. Or, uh, 
brought some stuff. Man, it was different. It was different. I had right. Brussels sprouts. I had some Brussels sprouts. I don't know if I like Brussels sprouts. Uh, Brussels sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts a lot. But um, but over there, so yeah, you know, the typical turkey, ham, but they had a smoked turkey over there. Woo-wee. Mm. So they had smoked turkey over there. Was it tender? My brother's house. Yes. Was it, it was tender? Delicious. Oh, good. Beautiful. It's perfect. And then at my brother's house, he had fried turkey over there. Woo. And that was tender so, yeah. too. See, if it's overdone, if it's dry, it can I can't dry. eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could be horrible if it was dry, for sure. But no, yeah. it, was, it was great. It was great. <clears throat> what about you, man? How was it? a ton of people um we had the traditional thanksgiving lamb and uh mm-hmm. <laughs> we had we had lamb and moussaka and pastizo and yeah, i'm sorry sorry whoa 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 yeah after lamb what'd you say moussaka which is pastizo. what's that Oh man, you don't know moussaka. It's a it's a traditional no. Greek Thanksgiving meal. You take thinly sliced, you know, eggplant with with um with cheese and cream and with meat sauce with a cream mm. sauce on top and thinly sliced Ooh. potatoes on there and you eat it. it you never had moussaka. Dude, no sir, I, I have not. No, no sir, you I know what? Not. When you come to our Greek festival, uh, oh, Chris Singelis over at Chris's restaurant on 17th mm-hmm. and Dawson in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, look, my wife's a great cook, but I don't know if anyone can make a better moussaka than Chris Singelis. You know, uh, really? his pastizo is delicious, uh, but mm-hmm. that moussaka of his melts in my mouth. And if you it like. It sounds good. Oh, mm-hmm. man. It, it, it just it sounds just, good. It's it's decadent. It's it's decadent. It, it's delicious. It's it's yeah. melting your mouth, and you you know you got to have it. And you're just going to sit there and go. You'll you'll put it. I know you. I know your taste because you and I have <laughs> the same taste. You and I can go to Winnie's Hamburgers, right, oh, yeah. and have a burger, oh, and yeah. we just both like we, we we just salivate as soon as you, you walk over. in there. It's, it's sit there. Exactly. We'll have to we'll have to ask George about it when he's on because he just joined us in the old lobby there, baby. Oh, baby, bring, bring him, him on. In. Bring him is. in. Bring him in. Hey, George, how are you? Hey, Basil, doing great. And I have to tell you, my mother makes the best moussaka. Oh, you still yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure you're. Yeah, I know. Everyone's mom makes the best of everything. But George, before we continue, let me go ahead and do a quick little bio on you, so people know who the heck you are. George Pants has started watching wrestling since he was a young man on TV, and he was about 12 years old. George started going to live matches, met the promoter who allowed George to use a Super 8 camera and film the ring. A bright by the ring apron uh, matches during the 70s and 80s with such young stars as Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, Roddy Piper, and more, who revolutionized pro wrestling. The matches became legendary in 2014. George sold some of that footage to WWE. Through the years, George has cultivated many wrestling friendships that has allowed him to help behind the scenes and on various wrestling projects, such as A&E's WWE's Most Wanted Treasures, Conrad Thompson's AdFreeShow.com, and Jim Crockett Promotions documentary, and more. Currently, George is the commissioner for Virginia Championship Wrestling, based in Northfuck, Virginia, and have a show uh, has a huge show Saturday, December fourth, at the event. At the event at the North Fork Masonic <clears throat> Temple in Norfolk, Virginia, with great wrestling matches and a special guest, worldwide superstar, the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. It's George's wow. first time back after the tremendous attack by his arch nemesis, Jerry 
Stefanitis. And George is asking all of his fans, and I mean all of his fans, to be there. Be there or be square. I'm telling you right now, it's about time that Jerry goes down. That's all I'm saying. That's all I am saying right now. He makes his return. Hey, you want to go to this match? You got to see this match. Go to W. I'm sorry. Go to VCW prowrestling.com jr you got that you got you got that website put it up there man i do have the website i do have the website because people need to go also basil i have some breaking news sir i have some breaking news what's up commissioner george pentis will be interviewed by none other than tim lulies in lulies lounge this saturday night at the show no Yes. Folks, yes, he will. I mean, not only Good. not only Whoa. is this man the commissioner, Whoa. not only does this man promote shows, not only does this man create legendary wrestlers, but he was a high school teacher, and I think that's tremendous. <laughs> he really was. He was a history <laughs> high school teacher, and that's where he got a lot of his moves from and everything like that. So, you know, so I, I was always saying, George, welcome to the show. Uh, you know, I, I read some of your some of your bio that you sent, uh, the more you know, extensive one, and I was I was just truly impressed with you know some of the things. But what really impresses me because my daughter is a, is a school teacher, and. And, you know, every time she refers, you know, lovingly uh, about her students as her little shits. And I think that's tremendous. You know, when you can refer to the children that you teach as your little shits, I think it's a tremendous thing. I really do. <laughs> yeah. George, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Basil. Thank you, JR, for having me on. Very excited. Very Pleasure. honored. And what Pleasure. a great introduction. Man. Well, listen, uh, you know, listen, it's showbiz, baby. And yes, you know showbiz. And, you know, uh, George, you know, I, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know too, too much about wrestling except the stuff that I used to watch when I was a kid. And then when I went, my cousin took me to WrestleMania two, and Jr. and I always laugh about this. Um, it, it, I never went to a wrestling match. I never cared to go to a wrestling match. And then all of a sudden, I went, and this whole row that we had um, of people that were there, the place was jam packed, and I had this. <laughs> wonderful lady next to me and she was drinking her beer she had to be in her 70s late 70s back then and she had no teeth and she was gumming her peanuts and she'd go you you want some peanuts baby you want some peanuts i'll give you some peanuts you want some peanuts baby i'll give you some peanuts you want peanuts i'll give you peanuts and the whole time every time i look at her you want some peanuts you want some of my beer no that's all, i don't want i look at my cousin in greek i'm telling him that's a scotoso <laughs> get the hell out of here. one row one row 17 teeth i swear to god <laughs> i was like unbelievable you know and i'm like oh my god but George, tell me, I mean, you came here, you emigrated here from Greece. You were roughly about nine years old. Um, tell me, did you, I mean, like every Greek kid or any kid that immigrates to the U.S., they basically get stuck watching TV. Is that where you first fell in love with it? Well, yes, very much. Not only that, but, you know, when I left Greece, very small village in Greece, uh, in the island of Lesbos, uh, named Zafia, uh, about 500 people. No electricity, no running water. We were poor. I just didn't know that we well, actually we weren't poor. We were poor. We couldn't even afford oh, yeah. another R. Yeah. You know what I mean? oh. We just po. Po. <laughs> <laughs> so 
until I came here to America. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and you saw a lot of things that you never saw yes, before. Yes, uh, and yes, that's not only that's where I discovered wrestling, that's where I learned uh, how to talk and how to walk. I'd like to say that I learned to talk English by uh, listening to uh, watching the I Love Lucy and listening to uh, – uh, Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> and I learned how to walk by watching Dick Van Dyke, and I would trip over the the little the thing there. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but yes, I uh, I discovered wrestling uh, on TV, and I was fascinated by it. first of all wrestling Greek. I'm like, oh, this uh, uh, of course I got to watch it. And then I realized, of course, it's very different. A lot of showbiz. But I was hooked like JR and I, we're, we're tag team partners in wrestling, um, <laughs> got hooked from day one. And the blessing at that time was that they would come to our area every two weeks. Every, every second Thursday, they would come to the very famous building known as uh, uh, Norfolk Scope, where mm -hmm. many historic matches have taken there. Mm -hmm. And then the other blessing that I had was through church. One of our very dear friend of mine, uh, Tony Anthony, a Cypriot. I understand you were you've you've performed all over the world. Yeah, I performed well. in Cyprus. Right? Yeah, I performed in Cyprus many times. Yeah, I love it there. Well, that's awesome. And so Tony yeah. was the sports um, sports editor for the paper, and the promoter, a man by the name of Mr. Joe Mernick, he would come in to bring the videos to play on TV. He would buy airtime and uh, and also buy newspaper time and became good right. friends with Tony. I went to one of the matches. Tony happened to be there, thank God, introduced me to Mr. Mernick and basically said, would you take care of George? And at this point, I have to be probably 13, 14 years old. Uh, but, you know, when there are good people on earth, there are good people on earth. Mr. Mernick True. and his wife, Shirley, right. uh, <clears throat> they were the promoters for the Jim Crockett Promotions which for those fans listening is what eventually be, was sold to uh, Ted Turner and became world championship wrestling. But Mr. Mernick just, I don't know. I don't, I, I my personality. I mean, uh, he allowed me now at that time, the word is cafe and uh, which is everything was kept secret. No one mm -hmm. knew. It was very, very difficult to get into the inside world of professional wrestling. Yet right. he allowed me to, as you eloquently read there to sit right by the ring apron and to film uh, matches highlights really because i used the super 8 camera and we were as i said i wasn't kidding when i said we were poor film was very expensive and especially to develop it but i mastered the art of filming it in such a way that you could you couldn't tell that i was stopping and changing positions because sure. in those days, they didn't just wrestle two, three minutes. You know, they would wrestle 40, 50 minutes. So it was easy for me to figure out little angles. And it really does look great. And part of the blessing is that I was able to document, which is why uh, I fancy myself a historian of pro wrestling, as mm -hmm. well as, of course, uh, as a history teacher, that I was able to document some incredible matches. And one of the biggest and the one that I that was the impetus of me selling some of my footage to WWE is called the Battle of the Nature Boys. Now, back when you were watching it back then, you may remember the name of Body Rogers. He was the original Nature Boy. He wrestled Bruno Sammartino. I know you recognize okay. that. that boy. Yeah, sure. Yes. And that's when the WWWF was created. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. 
when when Ric Flair started to become a name in the NWA, it was they had this match between Body Rogers and Ric Flair because Body Rogers was the original Nature Boy. And so the ending was that uh, Ric Flair beat him and wound up getting the moniker Nature Boy. And I have the only known, they only wrestled three times in the area because Body Rogers by then was partially retired. And I have the only known footage, ring uh, arena footage of, of them wrestling. So oh, wow. very, very special, yes. So whenever That's I watch so whenever Amazing. I watch any type of documentary or whatever that goes back, that was probably you filming. It, it, one of the, the coolest comments <clears throat> I received was from a friend of mine, actually one of my former students, uh, that uh, uh, said, Mr. Pontus, I watched the WWE Network, and I, I didn't realize a whole bunch of that stuff was yours. So, yes, <laughs> they, they, uh, I've been very blessed that they've used my footage <clears throat> in several documentaries, especially dealing with Ric Flair specifically and, you know, Ricky Steamboat, the other name that you mentioned. So those wrestlers that honed their skills in what is known as the mid-Atlantic area back then. You know, and it's, the territory, yeah. one of the so, big territories. So like back in the days, sorry, sorry to jump. No, in go for college. it, man. But yeah, so like the mid-Atlantic was territory. So it wasn't just WWF or WWE like it is nowadays as the big company. It was before because Vince McMahon bought all those out and ended all the territories, basically. So back then, it was, you'd have a Midwest territory, a Mid-South territory, a, a territory up north, a territory out west. And all the wrestlers would go to different territories and build the names for themselves and compete throughout, this, throughout all the territories. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, I, I'll tell you what, <laughs> what, what amazes me is, you know, Greeks love and it's in Greek, it's referred to as palestra. And they loved wrestling. They loved palestra. My my father, and I think I told you, George, when I talked to you one time over the phone that I used to wrestle yeah. uh, high school. And, you know, but it was it was either high school wrestling or then I went up to various tournaments when it was Roman Greco and stuff. And my father would get so into it. He would be on the bottom rung of the bleachers. And my father would be wrestling with me. But he's like... You know, he's doing the movements, and I'm sitting there tied up, and I'm looking over my side. I'm like, <laughs> I just start laughing, and I have to break the hold real quick, you know, go back. But my dad would just make me laugh. Here, here I am, six foot two, and my dad, five foot three. He's like a little mini me, and he's trying to do all these moves. And he's like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, th I'm thought he was going to scream out, throw the Patucci ride, throw the, you know, give him the name, whatever. And I'm sitting there laughing with some of that garbage. Um, the, you know, through the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, I got a chance to talk to someone by the name of Ike Goulas. And Ike was telling me about his uncle was a big-time promoter at that time out of Tennessee, out of Nashville, I guess, I think yes. it was. And yes. he told me, and, and Ike was very, very complimentary of you. Uh, of course, his wife, Fanula, is from your area, and I love Fanula. I think Ike was batting way over average to get someone like Fanula, you know, to marry him. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> second but, that emotion, yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. You know. But, um, you know, and he said, tell me a little bit about, you know, some of the, <clears throat> some of the older wrestlers, especially Zaharias, because you're the one who actually corrected me um, and it was it was funny because when uh, he met the golfer, uh, that was it was, it was Babe, um, yes. uh, right? And she was, I mean, 
she it was funny and her funniest line was you know when i got involved with th this wrestler he says i thought i was marrying a greek god he turned out to be a goddamn greek and to me is a funny 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 line you know and i just thought it was it was just great you know and, and, and i want to i want to thank you for saying that because i've used that line over and over again in regards to me you know, my, 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 the way that I use the joke is when I was young, I was very handsome and I would walk by and the young ladies would look at me and say, damn, there's a Greek God. Now they, they say there's a goddamn Greek. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it <laughs> But is. I never knew that she was the one that made, made that line famous. So thank yeah, you. She, yeah, she, she was. Uh, she was quoted as saying that. And I thought it was always a funny line. Um, so, you know, were Greeks always kind of predominant in, in, in the wrestling biz? Or was it just something that we love so much? Because you really don't see too many Italians in this. You don't really. Do, but I see a lot of Greeks that are involved with it. Uh, and especially back then, I mean, I mean, one of the world stars was a guy by the name of Jim Londos. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. I heard that name before. Yeah, sure. Yes, yes. And then the golden Greek, uh, Spiros Arion, he was the number one nemesis of Bruno Sammartino, you know, back in the 60s. Wow. So, yes, especially back then, they did have more. Well, the W, and I keep referring to it as WWF. That was the, the right. original name. And then eventually, right. of course, it became WWF. And then now, as JR said, WWE, um, is that uh, they focused, because based out of New York and Madison Square Garden, they focused on the ethnic groups. You know, they had a Pedro Morales uh, focusing on the Hispanic group. They had Bruno for the Italians. But as far as more... Uh, Dominique Denucci, another Italian, but yes, there definitely were definitely more Greeks that were involved, especially in those years. Uh, and uh, even now, we're starting to have some of the Greeks, uh, especially in the independent scene. I have independent, a guy yeah. that, works, that works for us now in, in <clears throat> his uh, his uh, moniker is the Greek god Papadon, and he he is Greek, uh, speaks <laughs> very well, uh, you know, uh, from uh, from New York, from. Uh, uh, from Brooklyn, and he's amazing. He's out on the island right now, and, he, and he'll be wrestling for us. He actually became the Liberty Champion, and he will be defending his title on December the 4th. Oh, nice. 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 Uh, did you did you have any aspirations of you wanting to, to wrestle as well? Where, did you, were you an athlete in school at all that gave you some type of a I guess the the impetus to go ahead out and try it yourself. Uh, the answer is uh, because we were poor. I actually have been working. I, I'm I'm happily retired. I retired yeah. about <laughs> two years ago. Thank God, right before COVID hit. Uh, and uh, but from the age of twelve, I have worked for f literally fifty years until wow. I retired. And so um, and I worked at the at the brush shop. My father came over. You know, briefly, I, I do want to pay homage to him because God bless him. He gave up everything there, and and I'll tell you, um, without getting well, I'm gonna wind, I'm gonna wind up getting emotional. But yeah. uh, you know, I never knew how much my father was respected until I went back there to bury him. Yeah, uh, he left in 1964. He was up south here at the church, very very well respected. It yes. means like a chanter, uh, just to let you know, uh, JR. Okay, okay, okay. In the Greek church, you have gotcha. the priest, you have the choir, JR, uh, and mm -hmm. then you have uh, on one side and on the other side, you have the cantor. Uh, okay. And and uh, so uh, 
So he left all that behind, not speaking a word of English, but he had a skill and he was able to come here as a tourist. But because of his skill, through a relative that brought him over, an Uncle George, uh, and uh, he was a tinsmith. So because of that skill, the law says if you're able to, uh, if you're needed by someone to perform that skill, you can stay here. And then he literally worked like a dog from eight o'clock in the morning until until 10 o'clock at night, every night, a dirty, filthy job. But in two years, he was able to save enough money to send us to live and then to bring us over. Wow. And, uh, and us, meaning my mother, my sister, and I. And we came in 1966. So these are the true stories. Those are the true heroes and everything. Um, that, you know, we don't sometimes... Oh, that How about that? How about that? That's a great picture. That was, that was uh, about a year after we came to America. So this had to be about 67, maybe early 68. That's my sister, Marianne, my beautiful mother, Aliki, mm-hmm. my amazing, handsome dad, Ignatios, <laughs> and there's little Georgie Porgy. Oh, you're a little Georgie Porgy. <laughs> yeah. Little Georgie Porgy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong that's with that. Thank I think that's a great story. And it's a story that a lot of ethnic people especially for us greeks you know really went through and a lot of people don't know you going from a war-torn area of greece uh like greece i should say you know it was it it basically taken over by the germans the italians tried but we pushed them way up in the albanian mountains and stuff like that so that didn't really count for much but you know here a ragtag army uh, that basically uh you know the only times i could really think that was really terrible for us was of course during the communist you know revolution in greece uh back in the late 40s going you know and that was horrific on its own thing but we don't even want to get in that um you've you've gone you're the commissioner now yes and tell me right now what is the key thing you want to do as the commissioner, because you got a ton of stories, and I want to hear a couple of them about <laughs> Rick Flair. I want to hear about these guys who were really, back in the day, eh, they were wrestlers, but they became legends. And you knew them when they were like, eh, you know, it was a guy I you know, pal around with, I went out to dinner with, whatever, we took them out, we went here and there. Let's go to that question first. What were they like, and who were your favorite cats that you sure. liked hanging with? My my favorite, of course, has to be the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, and, yeah. And, and Look at there that. we are. Look at that. Together. Uh, and at this point... Uh, Basil, look, look, look at me carefully. I mean, I wanted to be just like him. Look, I parted my, I've never had parted my hair in the middle, but I did it. (laughs) I did it because I wanted to look like Rick, let my hair grow long. Uh, It was that's amazing. (laughs) That's a great picture. That's a great picture. So Rick yes, was, was the one that really got me excited. I mean, he had the girls, he, he had the moves. And uh, then slowly, I was able to meet a lot of the other wrestlers, again, because of that connection that I talked about earlier. And some of the ones that I liked were Greg Valentine, uh, Ricky Steamboat, um, old, oh. old-time wrestlers now, oh, Mike Sanders, Wahoo McDaniel, um, uh, Black Jack Mulligan, and just just a plethora of talent, the Anderson brothers. 
And those are names, again, as we said earlier, that were very popular in the Mid-Atlantic area under Jim Crockett promotions. But then when Vince McMahon took over the territory, some of those same guys, Roddy Piper, some of those guys um, moved up to WWF and eventually WWE and made even a bigger name for themselves. But parting with the Nature Boy is the one that uh, I can say, you know, on one of the DVDs that WWE did, did with him, um, on the extra features they asked them, they said, Rick, you've done it all. Uh, what would you say is uh, one of the most crazy places that you partied? And he said, well, that had to be the Jim Crockett Cop in Baltimore and what happened afterwards. Well, gentlemen, all I can tell you is I was there. Are you saying that we cannot discuss some of the ongoings that happened at that time? Yes, sir. Not we... confirm or deny, right? <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Jason. This is how much of a fan. Look at this. Oh, look at what we God. got there. Look now, at that, this. Now, that's an original. That's an original of, robe. Uh, original robe of Rick's. Wow. Uh, owned at that time by... Uh, wow. uh, the guy who's actually a referee, Wes Potter, uh, and mm. he also owns the original <laughs> Ric Flair Starcade robe. And this particular oh, one right wow. now, I, I, if I'm if wow. I'm remembering correctly, he sold it to Conrad Thompson. But there, of course, styling and profiling, limousine <laughs> riding, son of a gun. So, <laughs> so these guys, Kids I mean, would, would uh, they? What did your just out of curiosity? What would your parents say when they when you saw these guys and they're in there? Because I'm sure your father shook his head. He goes, "Saclamatis." I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Saclamatis was like silly games, silly games, silly games. What did your dad say about this? Well, he was smart enough to use it as a carrot stick, and I learned from him. And I did the same thing years later, and I'll briefly tell that story. And so, as long as I brought home, because you know, I didn't feel finish answering your question. I wanted to do wrestling in high school. I wanted to do soccer, podosfero, as we say. Sure. But I worked every day at the same factory. What happened was he came in 64. We came in 66. In 68, that factory burnt down to the ground. Oh, wow. And in my, it was the mm. first time and only time I saw my father, who was a man's man, a uh, typical Greek man, I came home one day after school and he was crying and honestly, it scared me like, mom, what happened? Well, he, you know, the place, like I said, he had burned down to the ground and in my father's mind, he didn't know about insurance and stuff like that. Oh no, I'm a failure. I have to go back to a little village. What am I going to do? God bless the owner who had insurance. And because of that, I went back and he rebuilt. So I went back as a 12 year old. Uh, helping to clean up the burnt pieces because it was basically metal, uh, the breast shop, as the name implies. Right. And uh, uh, there was a lot of, you know, candlesticks and trays and different varieties of items. So I went just to help sort out the pieces and the boss liked what I was doing. So at the 12 years of age, he started paying me 50 cents an hour, which was a lot of money for the big uh, money. Wow. 68. So I worked there through my high school years, college, and then eventually, when I finished as an educator, as a teacher, I decided to try teaching because he offered me more money. Honestly, I didn't go into teaching right away because when I went to tell him, I'm, thank you for everything. God bless you. But I want to do education. He's like, George, I'll make you manager. I'll give you more money. And of course, you know, why do we come to America? We came, yet I left out for more sure, money. for the bucks. Right? So I did not go into teaching <laughs> right away. 
I took that job. And then for those listening, I, I, uh, I would tell this story to my students, which is basically you have to make sure you enjoy what you're doing with your work. The money will come. You ha- must be happy so it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Guys, I woke up one morning and I didn't want to go to work. And that blew my mind. This is when I was a manager. And that blew my mind. Uh, I never felt that way. And then I, I did a test real quick. And I, it was a huge factory. I went to the back. I closed my eyes, literally put my hand on. I went down an aisle, put my hand on a shelf and picked up an item. And I knew what it was, what country it came from, you know, all of that. So I realized I wasn't being challenged anymore. And so I tried substituting. I had a captive audience. My style is always uh, Basil. I know you remember the show. Welcome back, Carter. Sure. Well, he stole everything from me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk to Gabe about that and see what I can find out about. Him. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so that was that has always been my style. I call it edutain. I sneak in that uh, education while I tell uh, very bad jokes. Although I do tell some good ones, and I have to tell you. You, a lot of your stick has became my stick in the classroom. <laughs> I, um, but I gave you credit. I gave you credit. Okay, so there, as long as there is a footnote someplace yeah, that I got yeah. credit for, sure. <laughs> That's all I need. The last few years, I was teaching uh, government and sociology and African-American studies. And when we would learn about the civil rights, I actually used one of yours. And we would, we talked about the bigotry that existed in the world, and then of course, yeah. See, I knew you was allowed. Allow me to say this because I, I don't have the students. So I would tell my students that, uh, yeah, of course, I came here in the '60s, and um, uh, we as Greeks even uh, experienced that uh, the bigotry that existed. And so my father was really just learning the language. So one day I said to my father, I "said Dad, do you know what bigotry is?" And my father said, yeah, I look out the window and I say, hey, there's a bigger tree. Hey. Yes. <laughs> now, JR, that's, that's basic stroke. Okay? That's not mine. <laughs> it's all in the delivery, George. Yeah, yeah, what can I tell you? It's I love it. Hey, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it. No, but you know, the, the, the thing was, though, to be honest with you, when you're a teacher, you are, and I, I, get, the, I get this from my daughter, <laughs> if you're entertaining, and my daughter is sarcastic. She is bold. She is whatever. And she gets some of these crazy kids. And she goes, Dad, you never know. Now, I've never, listen, I was a nutcase because I was an athlete. I was a ball player. I was a wrestler. And everyone knew me as a jock. But I kind of kept to myself. I never, ever talked back to my teachers That's back right. then. Uh, uh, just, it wasn't my style. And there were kids that did it, but now it's like even the eighth graders that she teaches are just have lost their minds. So, you know, thanks for your service for teaching our youth. One time I was also an assistant principal of middle school, and I would tell the parents uh, when they came in for orientation for that, uh, you know, for sixth graders, I would say, you're going to start saying to yourself, who is this child? I don't (laughs) know this child. And then I would say, but there is a happy ending in the eighth grade. At the end, they'll slowly become your children again. But these are the years that they're trying to figure out themselves in so many ways. And it it, it is. It's a very that that sixth, seventh and eighth grade was a very challenging group. But we uh, we had fun with it. But to finish answering your question. So my father would not let me go to the matches unless I would show that report card. 
Mm. And there and then go. that was my motivator to do well in school. And then I, as I said, I learned that from him. And so what I those film that I we talked about that I would make, I would then show them because I work with a lot of kids at risk. The money wasn't there for them <clears> to go to the matches. Uh, and so the the hook was if you all of you pass the test because this is before standard sure, learning and things like sure. that, you know. Uh, on Friday, you know, we're going to have a fun day and I'm going to play the matches <laughs> that happened two weeks ago over, over at the scope. And I had a full, awesome. I had kids that was skipping other classes to, <laughs> to come in. <laughs> to come Love, it. Uh, Love it. That's amazing. So um, quick question. So George, I, I know, I already know the story from you being, you were on my wrestling podcast a few yes. months ago <clears throat> and everything. And um, the story about how you made your way down ringside, Oh yeah. To get the footage. <laughs> yeah. If you will, please, yes. please tell that story. It's amazing. So so this is before I met Mr. Mernick, before Tony was there. So this is when I would buy, because all we could afford to buy was the cheapest seats. And we're talking like four dollars back then. And that would be the nosebleeds. And so, but I wanted to be up close where the action was. And so <laughs> I would um, go up and I would always make sure to go up to a young lady, uh, an usher. And I would say, ha, I would have a piece of paper, and on there was the license plate of my car, okay? But I would say to her, excuse me, this person left their lights on. Well, now they're, they can't walk all the way down. They didn't have walkie-talkies and things like that. So, th so you would see the frustration in her face, and I would say, I'd be more than happy to take, them, take this note down to the ring announcer for you. And at that point, she was relieved. And then I would make sure to get her name off her tag. And then as I would go down, because eventually somebody would stop me, another usher, I would say, oh, Julie said I could take this note <laughs> down to the ring announcer. And then I would watch. And if they're watching me, I'd go over, say hello to the ring announcer. <laughs> because before that, I scouted to see where the empty seats were because uh, they would turn the lights off. And wow, then I would right. go and sit yeah. down and, and enjoy the show. And then the rest of the story that I said earlier about Tony Anthony and Joe Mernick and then I didn't have to do that anymore. <laughs> smart guy. That was yeah. smart. That yeah, was br brilliant. Brilliant. He was able to work his way down ringside from nosebleed seat. Yeah, usually that's, you try to work your way crazy. up, but George, you actually work your way down. And yeah. I think that's <laughs> tremendous, to be quite honest with you. Uh, it's a testament to your will. It really is. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I want to know a little something. What what what's this whole brouhaha going on on December 4th? That's the big thing, uh, Thank George. You. Let's Thank let's be honest. I don't want anyone putting you down, and I'm telling all the people out there. We're going to be watching this. I want to let you know that you don't mess with my man, George, or I will go ahead and, and moose up my hair and come down and shove a cutala up your piscino. And that's not a fun thing because I do it sideways. So I'm telling you what you need to know. Tell me about this brouhaha going on December 4th. Well, what yeah. happened was the, uh, the previous time I was there, uh, <clears throat> Jerry Stefanichis, who is now the director of operations, another <clears throat> Greek, and the sad thing is, I mean, his parents and I are very, very dear friends. The, you mentioned Ike uh, Goulas there. We're all, we're all friends. I used to babysit this guy. I used, to, I used to change his diapers. He pissed on me back then when he was a little kid. And now he's trying to, his best <laughs> trying to do it again. Huh. And, so, and so through the years, we, he just won't let me be who I am, which are there. This is it. This is from... Uh, July 31st, that's Jerry on the left there, 
That's Team Lewis in the middle. Uh, and he gave me, uh, Jerry bought the company. And as director of operations, he decided to give me a job review. And the sad thing is that uh, it went downhill from there. Mm. Uh, he couldn't find a, a reason uh, to, to fire me. So when I asked him to give me a reason, what happened then was this guy that uh, was um, on the right, Jerry, as you can see here, need me in a... In the the not a good, yeah. not a comfortable area. Yeah, no. not a good area. And then the gentleman oh behind him, well, I'm not, not going to call him a gentleman. That's his uh, hatchet man right over there. Uh, he um, was, he pretty much knocked me down and put a move on me known as the cannibal swanton. It knocked me oh, out. Wow. wow. Um, I had to be carried out, uh, bruised some ribs. You know, you try to protect yourself in, in the wrestling business. Uh, <clears throat> We don't want to kill each other, but it, but at the same time, when moves happen, you have to just do your best to protect yourself. And so right. here, um, I, I left, and then Jerry not only mm, uh, he wouldn't fire me because he said he wants to just make me come and go whenever he feels like it. Uh, I was able to uh, do a lot of um, therapy work, for lack of a better word. I had to see my doctor. It, it was it's been a long process. And so now, first he makes an announcement saying that since it's Christmas time, he's going to let me return. Uh, and yeah. then we find out the breaking news that uh, breaking news that you, that that uh, Jr. said there that I'm going to be the guest again of that Tim Louis, and I I I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to be ready. And uh, I've uh, I'm moving a little bit, quite honestly, and I have to kind of move a little. I'm moving slower. But I'm determined. The fans there love me, and I'm determined to go back. And I want all of our fans watching and listening to this. Um, you heard what uh, Basil said, uh, Jr. Thank you for making that clear about what's happening. And we're going yeah. to be there, and we want all the fans to go to vcwprowrestling.com and get your tickets. The ringside is pretty much sold out. We, I think there's very few left. And it's a beautiful venue. There's the picture there. It's a beautiful venue. Uh, we, uh, you know, we have, we don't have the, the fireworks and stuff like that, but we, we have lights and other things that just really, really give you an amazing atmosphere. And it's a, it's a, it's a family atmosphere. And mm -hmm. it's always packed, and we look forward to seeing all the fans there. And uh, I will be um, getting back with you, Basil and Jr., to let you know what happened. But I, well, I definitely, there, there, is, there is no two ways about it. But I think what you need, I think you need two bodyguards to actually protect you. Someone, perhaps I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe like Jr myself yeah and actually lay down law you got some guys who you know we pack i know we have big packages we already discussed that earlier right and i will that wear my cup earlier. yeah and i will definitely wear my cup to protect my package my said package for sure and yes, uh, you don't want to get kicked in there like he kicked me. No, no, obviously that's not. his move. That's his uh, move. Yeah. So, so I think what I need to do is to teach old Jerry, uh, do you know who you're messing with? And, you know, and I'll show him a, what, um, what we call that move, a souffle. 
Suplex. Suplex. The X, the X is, yeah, in wrestling, the X is pronounced. <laughs> not a damn, I'm going to do a suplex. It's not a breakfast uh, dish. Or whatever a souffle is. I don't even know what a souffle don't, is. Don't, if you want to mess around with us, I tell you, we will not have that on this show. That's right. We will not have that on this show. I will not, not have my guests disrespected. And if you people want to find out more and see how this ends, I suggest you go to that website one more time, JR. Put it up there to get your tickets is. right now and to see <clears throat> how our boy George Panthers will get his revenge on Jerry. I don't even want to say his last name. He doesn't deserve it. Don't even say his last name. I don't know. He's he's going down. That's all I'm saying. He is going down. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. And then, because I am famous for the putala up the piscino sideways, (laughs) famous for that. My yaya taught me that move. And trust me, I'm still paying. And I I thank you for that. Of course, I have my show December the, the 4th, but. Basil, you have a show coming up the Friday night, the December. The I 3rd. do. I'll be yes, I'll be in New Jersey, and then uh, I'm going to be in Edison, 11. New Jersey. Pardon me. Exit eleven. Exit. I'm sure it's a certain exit out there, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> but I will definitely be there. But you know what, uh, George? And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to be in February. I'm going to be at a place called Kazi's Comedy Club, which is in uh, Norfolk. And I will be there, and I love doing that club. It's it's a very intimate room. It only seats about maybe about 175, but I love, and they pack it in all the time. But we're going to be doing a special Greek show that I'm going to be doing as well that we're going to do. So hopefully I'll get you and your family, and I don't even want to bring Jerry up there. He's Greek, but I, I think he's Turkish, to be quite honest with you. You know, that, you know we, we will not have that. <laughs> well that sounds awesome and we will pack that we will pack that place i'm sure you will and and i'm looking forward to having you back to letting us know how the outcome was on that and uh to be honest with you we will not and it, it, i think jr and i need to take a little road trip hey, look, uh, i didn't even i don't even you know what i mean like so this weekend is my son's 13th birthday friday oh. he's turned to 13 oh I mentioned to him maybe us possibly taking a little road trip. It's only about four hours away. Just oh, saying. Oh, that would you know be awesome. I mean? Then you we have some family. Come as my guest. Oh, there you go. Awesome. We have some family uh, about 20, 30 minutes from from uh, Norfolk. So, oh, excellent. We might make a weekend out. I'm gonna try. To, I'm trying to work it out with work. And if I come in there and I see Jerry, oh, you got on. my back. Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred percent. And and I wish I could tell you I was going to be there, but the thing is, see, I got to do a show. I got to look handsome and do my yeah. show and drive the women crazy like I do. Shit, what am I talking about? Let me be honest <laughs> with you. I can't get laid in prison, so I have no idea what the hell I'm even talking about. To be quite honest with you. So, <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank I, you so You're much, a wonderful George. guest, and I can't wait, George, to have you. Once again, you are welcome anytime. Talk to JR anytime you want to come on. We'd love to have you. I love guests like this, and especially those who have been abused by the man, and we will not have that. We will not be abused by anyone like that, and George is going to lay down his thing. His package is going to be laid down right there in front of everyone so everyone can see. He's going to get some get-down smackdown right there, and he's going to do a souffle. (laughs) 
on top of everything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and throw some moussaka in there, too. Throw some moussaka. Oh. I was trying to explain to JR oh. what moussaka yeah. is. Is it not perhaps the most delicious thing you've ever put in your mouth? It really, oh, it all joking so aside, it really, really is. Mm. Um, look, just, just talking about it now, my mouth is watering. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling right. you, me too. There's no two ways about it. No two ways about it. Thank no. you so much, George, for being part of this show. You've been a wonderful guest. My best to your family. And, and for everyone, have a wonderful new year as well. And for all the listeners and all those who have watched, thank you all so much for being part of this. And George, is there an email address that people can get a hold of you if they have questions uh, for your product for your company? If they need to get a hold of you, uh, yes, most definitely. Of course, I am on Facebook uh, and on Twitter and on Instagram, uh, George Pontas. Uh, P-A-N-T-A-S, like a panda bear, only a T instead mm -hmm. of a D, and I'm just as handsome and cuddly. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Hey, listen, you're not getting yeah. lucky in prison yeah. either, all right? <laughs> so they can, they can definitely uh, reach out to me there, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. And, of course, please follow Virginia Championship Wrestling on Facebook, on YouTube, and, of course, the site that uh, JR has put up there. And there it is one more time vcwprowrestling.com where you can get all your information meet and greets we uh, it's an amazing amazing experience and we're looking forward to seeing everyone there and for those that come make sure you stop me i'll be walking around and shaking hands and taking pictures and thanking all my all our fans and so please make sure you stop and talk to me so i can thank you personally for being there That's jr right. i hope you're able to um to make that trip and I'm going to try my best, for sure. Uh, uh, let's, let's uh, should we, uh, what's your son's first name, uh, JR? Braylon. Braylon. And again? Braylon, B-R-A-Y-L-O-N, Braylon. Braylon. Well, we're going to, yep. we're going to sing Kronja Pola. Ready? Kronja Pola. Go ahead, finish it. Kronja Pola. Kronja Pola. Kronja Pola means may your son live many, many, many years. Prosperous and healthy years. Actually, the kid's going to be a good football player. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a defensive. Uh, he was a defensive end. Uh, he's going to be. I think he's going to be a linebacker by the time I'm done with him. Anyway, he's going to be a big <laughs> on time linebacker. But uh, George, again, thank you so much for being part of the show. You've been thank great. You. Thank you so much. An honor thank and a you pleasure. so much. We'll be talking again soon, and we'll if we uh, basically if we don't see each other before then, we will see each other February, and we'll you got we'll it. Pack that place. You got it. We'll, thank you so we'll much, up Jerry. Thank you. Absolutely Bye. for you sure. Like you now. Merry Merry you now. Oh man, that was great. That was That's George Panthers. Uh, what a wonderful guest, and uh, just a Love lot of that, fun. Dude. Great stories. Love him a lot. Great stories, man. And uh, you know, even 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 the naughty shelf on the elf, he got excited. I think he his package got really uh oh there you what go. About this? Yeah. So this yeah. here, look. So yeah. I didn't tell you about this guy. This is yeah. Danny Vegas, yo. His name is Danny Vegas. He's in a tag team, he's in a three-man tag team called <laughs> Viva Las Amish. Okay? Viva look, so look, check it, check it. So you know the movie Kingpin, right? Yeah. Kingpin, the bowling yeah. movie. Yeah. So think Kingpin, but with wrestling. So he's so he's Woody Harrelson, and he and he walks, he goes around with two two Amish guys, and they they attack. It is the best shit in the world. They go. They have a live chicken. Crazy. <laughs> they have a live chicken named Betsy. I shit you not, yo. 
it's the best. It is the best. That's why wrestling is the best, man. You just yeah, you know, like, I can I, I can hardly wait just, to really get into it. Characters and storylines, good <laughs> versus evil, good guys, bad guys. You know what I mean? Well, it's you know what stuff, I wanted man. to talk about was the Iron Sheik because that guy came oh, out because you know. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Right after the whole Iran incident, I mean, he was oh like exploded, just He's ex- out of control, out I, of control. I, and I wonder if that guy could have ever gone out in public to actually go out and have a meal oh, without he got him heat. being no, berated. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he got like true heat, like when he was out in public. Oh, I bet sure. He hated him. Hated sure, him. it's a lot sure. better to be loved than hated. Trust me, when you're in public. You know. I can only imagine. I, I, I can only imagine for sure, brother. For sure. But that was a lot of fun, man. That was a oh, lot man. of fun. Enjoy. Great being with all of you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for catching the show. This has been a pinch of basil with yours truly. And of course, J.R. Quitman. Thank you all so much. Hey, you want to get some info? Make sure you get, email me. Go to info at a pinch of basil. Check us out. Watch the show. You guys have been great. Love and kisses, everyone. Peace. Peace.